Hi, and welcome to Scooby What's New, Queer, and Delicious. And today, on our ride, on our tour, we're going galaxy style, this mystery machine. (laughs) Up to the stars. Or maybe under the sea. I think there's uh, reason to say... It's not just in the galaxy. Anyways, <laughs> um, hi, I am here with um, my beautiful, 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 beautiful partner, Haley. Who, me? <laughs> hi, it's me, Haley. Hi. Um, so, Haley, I have left you basically unprompted here, so I'm just going to get into it because I have no other um, other plans. Today is just another ordinary day, but also today, July 26, 2023, the United States Congress had a hearing on um, UAPs, which is UFOs, but they changed it to UAPs for a very specific reason. I'm not going to get into that right now. I think there are a lot of reactions. There's a lot of opinions. Um... But we're in the realm of the paranormal. (laughs) The day and age. We march on. It's just, it's so funny to me. I can't. Like, honestly, like, my reaction, this is my reaction. Like, I'm sitting here, this is literally my reaction to this. I don't necessarily think that because the government said that aliens are real, now I believe in aliens and I'm, like, sitting here. Like, having a reaction to aliens being real. I'm sitting here realizing a lot of things that I already knew. So it's more like turning into this, like, um, cyclical, like, thing that starts sort of, like, with my ego and ends with my ego, almost. You know, I feel like I starts with, like, my reaction going into, like, other people's reaction, other people's thoughts, trying to have an open mind, trying to change my thoughts, new information, whatever. But then I ultimately come back to, like, I can only just sit here in my day. So it's, like, very, like, one of those things where I feel like when you're, when you really, like, consider, without considering belief, like, whether or not the evidence was good enough for you or whether or not you believe in aliens... I live in this, like, other stage of grief here. <laughs> that feels... She's let us down once more, ladies and gentlemen, the United States government. Yeah, it's like... How much of it is about aliens today, and how much is it about um, America showing its motherfucking ass again? Probably the latter. You know? <laughs> but then you're sitting, like, like I really want to not say existential crisis, but I feel like that's how it, like... To me, it doesn't feel about, it doesn't feel like it's about anything material or about my national defense or about transparency of government. It feels like survival Mm -hmm. because that's where I live. That's the reality I live in. Right. Because you know when they tell us this shit, it's not the worst shit that they have, right? Like there's deeper, darker secrets that they, they have, you know? And, and, you know, like, maybe in the 50s through, you know, history, like, I'm, I'm thinking 50s and 60s was, like, a time of sensationalism for this shit. But, like, when secrets were being withheld in the government during that time, it wasn't sensational in the same way that it is now when, like, 
we have access to so much information. And social media exists. <laughs> and, and yeah, and social media exists. That changes the game. Yeah. Evidentiary for people, too. Yeah, and mass news. Like, there's... There, like, you're right. It's such an influx of information. It's hard to... It's a lot to take in. Yeah. A lot to take in. So in lieu of this hearing that the Congress had today, I decided to do this tiniest meditation and pull some tarot cards to just channel a little bit of alien energy <laughs> and see what we get. What questions did you ask? So I didn't ask any questions. Like I literally went into the meditation being like, I'm going to like see if there's any like energy that wants to come my way in this tarot reading. And so I did my little meditation that I do came out of it and um picked my deck that i intended to pick and then i opened the deck shuffled the deck how i do but mm, the deck that i use has like this special card where it prompts you it's like a training deck so it prompts mm-hmm. you for like um the questions i guess and so i, I just saw the first one it's past present and future and i was like that's just like a very good way to set this up past present and future because in the past we were involved in this and I don't just mean like the 50s and 60s when it was sensationalized and you have this like weird US governmental time I don't know but also like prior to that like we have there's like there's ought to be I guess I'm trying to say there's ought to be record of phenomenon like this UAPs I guess in like in in much of our past i'm not gonna say ancient past i don't know but like there ought to be you know like i would think i would think (laughs) (laughs) so past present future and then i asked for like general messages from quote quote aliens and or intelligent communicative life forms in space or interdimensional something Anyways, when I was doing this meditation, I felt generally super euphoric, actually. Really euphoric. But for some reason, I'm feeling this, like, really weird come down. So, note that. <laughs> that seems weird. That's just, like, my report of it. I'm having this really weird come down about it. Um, it reminds me of that quote, Celestial come down is a bitch. <laughs> Anyways, so I asked for general advice. So, the cards I get. I get the queen of coins, which is just like the past. It may like in the past, I think the view on aliens was very practical. It was very like mature, kind of grounded, maybe just like, I think it's like a big old question mark. And I think that is the practical way to just sort of look at this. And then I asked about today, ace of coins. I think that the way we're looking at this right now is actually through one of the biggest economic and financial lenses like, I think we are literally looking at this with dollar signs and guns in our eyes. Like, if you're talking about the American public anyways. I'm not, right. I'm really not talking, this is like world news. Because this, I, I don't believe that all governments have withheld information on UAPs to all publics. So then I asked about the future and I got the Ace of Wands. I got it reversed. Ooh. Which means, like, we're fearing change. Like, oh, yeah. we're fearing. That is humanity's gut response to most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But there's like a restlessness to it, like an uneasiness, an unsettledness, as it were, a liminality. Mm. I don't think like we have our feet. We're no longer toes in the water with this shit. 
we're like sinking in. But you know what? Deep in the mud. (laughs) Yeah, but like you know, we're going. We're there. Like so much of us is in the water now that we the inevitability, the like potential potentiality of it is there. Mm -hmm. I wonder. I wonder with the Ace of Wands reverse too, how what it says about our motivations, like where we're gonna go with it in the future. I think we're still questioning with like it being an Ace of Wands, like where in the future is our motivation gonna take us? So general advice I got from the aliens in lieu of this reading, because I was just thinking in my head, like, duh, <laughs> all of this, duh. The feeling of duh is coming from this idea, again, that I, it, none of this is blowing my mind. It's almost just reiterating thoughts. And so right. this is the nature of the tarot reading too, which I'm finding very interesting. So I get the fool, the, the queen of cups, and then judgment for advice mm-hmm. which to me together sort of reads like y'all are naive about this you're wrong about this like you could go back to the beginning of what you know because you know when you when you're talking about evidence and scientific method you go so far into it you have to go back to your hypothesis mm-hmm. it's literally what i think when i read the fool in this situation because you have to bring the queen of cups into it which is this mastery of emotions this is like your ultimate compassion and empathy. You know? Mm. Then I got judgment. Because I was still, I was still like, well, well, what then? Like, what aliens then? Like, what else? <sighs> After I pressed this issue, this is when I got the phenomenon of, like, coming down. Because I then realized that these tarot cards are directly, that my, my emotions are directly affected into these cards. Like meaning, meaning in my thoughts too, like my intuition, my, it's like, to me, this tarot read is like a direct record of like how I'm feeling, thinking and shit about this issue. So I pulled judgment and that's all about self-evaluation, making a judgment. But the interesting thing about this card is it's a a, a ghost at a grave, a woman who has risen again, but she's looking at a, a real life like because this thing isn't dead and it's appearing as if she's a ghost in the item is in the material world and it's the scales mm. how fascinating which deck was this again just my trainer deck my rook bitch deck mm. i just wanted it simple mm-hmm. and the re and so i got and like essentially i got what i wanted and i'm wondering like wholeheartedly if with that tarot read that i just did i was gonna say if that isn't um, part of the phenomenon, phenomena, whatever, like, like that massive, just like, I want to call it a psychic dump. Like you can't help but connect intelligent, cre- like communicative life with the idea of like a collective consciousness almost, or just like that's one connection you could make. Sure. Or your consciousness generally. Based on this tarot read and all the information you've received today, watching two and a half hours, which pretty short for most congressional hearings. It's true. Um, how are you feeling in this moment? I'm like at the queen of cups of all this. I see directly what the problem is here. Almost. Or I'm completely wrong. Which is totally fine with me. Because <laughs> I made this point in my notes of the two and a half hour long congressional hearing. And 
my eighth point here in my notebook says, we are wrong or there is no reason or there are multiple reasons for what's going on in terms of like exposing and, and in turn discovering either UAP or the idea of intelligent communicative life beyond earth. So we are totally wrong in what we are thinking and feeling because like, if we were right, we would know. You well, know what I mean? And when they don't release a specific case and evidence to test, you know, the hypothesis and everything. Yeah, but somebody out there knows. And somebody if that knows, person yeah. knows, then we know. Right. But like, Because you... I think there's, I, I truly believe that like, even with all this like, non-transparency that there has been... Something we would know, and I feel like we would instinctually know. I think we do know, but we're what we're lacking is the context. I feel in this in oh, yeah. situations, like which is the we, fun part, right? Right. That's where all the speculation and you know what ifs and sexy little scenarios come into play. It's just what for you if you could pick two things. One being, what excites you the most about the this idea or subject of ideas, and what excites you the least what excite me excites me the most i guess is how different and or similar we might be to other life forms in in and out of this realm and dimensions and universe um and i guess what excites me, excites me the least would be how for profit it will start to become i mean when you know of these things, you can't unknow. And as soon as information starts to leak about, you know, what we have from them and what resources they they have, like it'll fucking be Avatar, bitch. <laughs> like the 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 movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like Sorry. Pandora. <laughs> like. Um, y- yeah. Well, it'll be for you profit. Think, you think there's more of like a risk of losing our home like our earth maybe that seems like the root of it yeah but i wouldn't i don't think i would panic like or you're talking about like colonizing forces too like that's another aspect of it well just colonizing capitalist people what when i think of like aliens i think or you know whatever right uaps any sort of otherworldly technology or life form i feel like it gets dissected right for science, for knowledge sake, right? Yeah. But it's like, if there's communication barriers, like, you know, there's, there's all sorts, we're lacking so much context here. I can't even like begin to ex- describe the thoughts and feelings I have about all of this because it's all so complicated and intricately interwoven. You have to know a lot of things. And I think we're just scratching that surface of what, what is in store for our future and our interactions with others outside of this earth. I'm literally sitting here talking to you on this podcast, like as your partner, not even necessarily as somebody who wants to pick your brain about aliens. Like I'm being really like vulnerable here because fundamentally, I think that what I'm getting at in my studies and my exploration of the paranormal and supernatural is that it has a lot more to do with human emotion than it actually does with, and our psyche, and our psychic 
weakness than it has to do with anything material. Hmm. When we abandon material, we are closer to our ego death. When we are closer to our ego death, we are closer to the unconscious. We are closer to accessing that psychic part of ourselves, that shadow part of ourselves, the part of ourselves that we deny every day in this real material world. I truly believe that. And the reason why this conversation is important for me to have with my partner is like sevenfold for me. Because let's say we live the rest of our lives like together having lived through a normal amount of historic atrocities that happen in the world. Like I wouldn't say that like we're any more violent or narcissistic than any other human culture has been. Um, but we sure as hell know about it a lot more. So that is affecting us, but just having lived through the world, I know that it will get more chaotic or there will be times of chaos and that will affect our family. That will affect our relationship and that will affect the possible, like, children that we have. Or, like, relationships that we have in the future with other people. Mm-hmm. And, like, so when I, when I like, come at this perspective to be, like, 100, 100, 100% vulnerable. For me, it's not just about the fancy of flight of aliens. Like, super cool, great... <laughs> There's a burden of knowledge, you know? And it's like, what do you what do you do with that? And also, like, how do you... Like, when I bare my soul to the internet like this... <laughs> well. I do it for... A, I do it for, in fact, one fucking good reason. And that is because I think it does bring me closer to the paranormal. Whether or not my audience likes it or it's very passable as, like, content, that is not my end goal. Like, I will have sure. to say there is, like, an ulterior motive here. And that is to a little bit push the veil. And I don't think that's a bad thing. And I don't even care if it's a bad thing. Because to me, good and bad are no. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I have the potentiality to do it. I'm going to fulfill that duty that I feel like I have to fulfill, right? I'm just going to do it. And, like, this is this is our life. Like, this is our lives. Like, nothing makes me feel more alien to this world than, like feeling so like this you know what I mean (laughs) I'm just like (laughs) I'm just like like again like this is the pattern I go like from like my ego to my ego again you know what I mean (laughs) my death to my birth back and forth back and forth it's just like because like to me that's just like how it's been like it's just for the last like year it's just how it's been like a year ago I could have talked about this in the same exact way and I could have said the same exact things Almost. The only thing is, is that Congress has this new idea of transparency and accountability. So again, I raise to you, <laughs> like, thinking in terms of, like, our government. Like, what does it mean to you? Like, like what does all of it mean to you before even the transparency or accountability part anyways? Underneath it all, I'm scared. I'm, like, shooketh because you're right. There's a burden of knowledge. Once you learn something, you can't unlearn it. And it's terrifying to think that we're out of control. We're out of control. It feels like the government is like (laughs) someone's asleep at the wheel and nobody knows how to drive. Right. Um, Or land this plane like or or spaceship. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're in a spaceship. We can't fucking land it. It makes you think about like having a family and like loved ones and like forming relationships in general because it 
you could be totally like nihilistic in this sense like because the information that gives you makes you want to panic makes you want to succumb to your basis basest human instincts you know and, it's a fear-based reaction right and i think it's a very human response and like that's why i say nothing makes me feel more alien than my human response you know what i mean I am the alien. What are you talking about? <laughs> I like, well, and who you, cares if that was real? You, you raise a good point earlier when you say like, we've lost control of our emotional side. It feels like the government at this point does not care about emotions. It is intricately intertwined with like the idea of capitalism and like, and you know, world politics and issues. And it's hard to see the humanity in, like, if we can't see the humanity in each other, how are we going to treat fucking aliens? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or alien property or any of it. Like, that we, you know. Yeah. It's scary to think what what else they know they might be keeping from us. But. No, I mean. It's happened for centuries. It'll happen still, I'm sure. It's. But you're right. Like, it's going forward. I don't know where this will lead us. Well, it's. It's not leading us anywhere. And I think the reason is because my, my gut instinct, the first thing I wrote down when it came to the transparency and accountability, when he called it an injustice, I sat back and said, yet our own government actively chooses to harm women, LGBTQ folks, BIPOC folks, disabled folks. And we're just folks. You know what I mean? No, right? <laughs> We're just folks chilling, like, like trying to live. Makes you want to contemplate, like, going deep in the woods and just fucking living out your life. Like, fuck society <laughs> kind of shit. So the the next thing, I guess, that, that I got out of the UAP hearing was that Burchett, the second speaker, <sighs> introduces it as a nonpartisan issue. And he also, he also says it's the issue of our decade as if there is, like no more pressing matters <laughs> happening in our decade. I mean, to me, like the abortion, the make, thing like, on a abortion, time 100 list, but it's yeah, not, it's a, a time. Top, yeah. It's not a top 10 issue. He's crazy <laughs> to me where we fucked up was abortion. And I have my own personal thoughts about the nonpartisan issue. Mm-hmm. What, what do you got? Where do you stand on politics? And like, what do you believe to be true about, you know, this being a nonpartisan issue. I guess I don't know because I think it's probably all over the board, right? Like maybe it's a 50, 50 split, like Republican, Democrat, right wing, left, left wing, whatever, whatever. But feels like it feels, feels weirdly like that. Feels weirdly like that. Like, um, Chuck Schumer. And... Because since, I don't know, the 1940s, whatever, like whenever you, you want to say that we like first, first you know encountered in recent in a recent century sensationalized it right exactly um there have been a lot of different types of presidents and world leaders like and lots of congresses lots of lots of congresses with mixed views and you know mixed ideas some more liberal some more conservative and like we've kind of ping-ponged back and forth through the decades and i think where we are now is very shaky as enough as it is with, you know, what else is going on. Um, well, it makes you think, like, what are the motivations of each Congress member? 
or, or categorically the parties. Because I'm sorry, but the Congress doesn't just do shit like this without reason. Well, okay, I want more information then about the hearings. Like, who, who's Congress, congressional speaker-wise, like, who spoke the most during the hearing, who asked the most questions? They all were allotted a certain amount of time. It was all, like, ten minutes. But to... did you think it was a even split Republican Democrat? Uh, there were a and... lot of Republicans speaking, I felt like. But also, I don't know, I'm just generalizing because did... there was a lot of Southern accents. Uh! White Southern accents. <laughs> So I just thought Republican, but you know, like um, Ana you... Cortez spoke. Um, what did she have to say? Curious. Did you notice a theme among among their consensus? What they were actually? Because I guess this is this is the hard part. Of that. So the theme the theme is about transparency and accountability, right? In in AOC's line of questioning, her biggest question that I think really sums up the issue is she she asked that she said what can i do as a congress member in terms of programs departments what can i do she asked that and he and and um grush was like i would be so happy to tell you behind closed doors <laughs> so we didn't get an answer right like he and also i'm so sorry but grush isn't the one to be giving her the recommendation i truly believe that if aoc is actually smart enough and if she is a part of this um, intelligence committee um, with any poll she will do the smart thing and figure it out maybe for herself a little bit where to ask the questions and who to ask the questions to not just this David Grush but like and not even just scientific methods like physicists technological people who understand cameras and shit I want her to be a pioneer to understand that your her question was so human that I want her to even understand how human. So I hope that like if you know pioneers like AOC or who I believe to be a pioneer like if she could take the reins on like understanding the humanity of it uh-huh. that <laughs> is what matters right now to us right now in, t- in this moment of time. Right. Because like some of the whistleblowers were saying, some of this stuff is outside our known material science and our own material world. We right. can't do anything than what we than what we're prepared to do with like. Well, we can't conceptualize something that's beyond our imagining. Like, it's just wild because I don't think anything's beyond our imagination. Well, it's hard to grasp like what. What they're messing around with, like... Mr. Garcia was speaking when this question came up for me, so he's only the fourth speaker in. But this this idea about what AOC said sparks also the same thought, which is, like, would Congress take seriously people who study aliens or who have studied aliens? Not necessarily the people in the defense or even the people in governmental um, departments of science. I'm talking about people who spent their lives dedicated to finding out what everything they could since like you know sensationalism times whenever those times might be (laughs) so yeah it raises a good question I had another question when um, another person was speaking and this one I I think is like a good prompt too 
like, why should the government be wholly responsible for the interaction, the study, and reporting on the UAPs? And, like, how does that benefit humanity? Like, not thinking in terms of just the U.S. So, like, why in that hearing were we so full of ego, basically, is my question. Because, like, literally nothing should humble you more than seeing something crazy out of the sky. I mean, yeah. With your own fucking two eyes. <laughs> presumably. But, like, we've lost our empathy today. Like, I feel like we're not as human-focused. And I feel like politicians, as much good as they can do, they can do twice as much harm. And my gut tells me the Republicans are probably... <laughs> spearheading it. Spearheading it. And raising a panic rather than, like... Like, if you made no, a, make a point, if, like, AOC was trying to say, like, what can I do in terms of departments and programs? It's like, how can you regulate that shit so that it benefits our society as a whole and benefits a mutual symbiotic relationship, like, rather than a negative, hateful one? That When you watch Ghost Hunters, you always say that They label spirits, they're so quick to label spirits and other entities, energies in the room as negative and harmful and it's evil, it's a ghost, it's out to get you. And I feel like that's probably what the Republican agenda is. It's it's alien, it's other, it's gonna fucking kill you, it's gonna come and kill your family, like, and that raises a panic. But if the goal and the vibe and the energies are to be... How can we use this new information to benefit our society going forward? Like, hey, alien homies, can you help with global warming? Kind of shit. Like, that's my hope for the future. I intuitively want to say that I believe that that's the turnout. I don't know. Like, we are nothing, but we are conscious. In the grand scheme of things, we are nothing in this, in, in the grand scheme of the history of the universe. Right. But we are conscious of the universe and the way the world turns and mostly whatever we can discover about space and our oceans. But you're right. Because when it got to um, Langworthy and Ogles, I think Langworthy set this weird, um, different line of questioning for me. In the, in the hearing where he wants to know the specifics of the stories, like a very basic line of questioning for the best nonpartisan feel of it. Um, but then he states as a, it as a problem for future investigation. And then the next guy comes up and he starts talking about national security and financial security and information leaking. And um, the viewpoint is very limited. It's a negative way of questioning. It's a very panic fear-based line of questioning he says my base my worry is is information technology and national security and in in my head i just sat back and i was like that's always the red flag is when you hear exactly it's it's a it's a whistleblower problem not a or it's a leak leak problem not a like not a problem with the actual information that's being released it's like you don't believe because they think that just because they're leaking the information that's I think I think the line of questioning was more in terms of like, well, if if alien technology exists and it's better than our technology, then we're all at risk. But here's the thing: is like, who cares? I think, like for me, Mister Ogles, I don't care. 
Like, I am in a survival mode of, I don't care what our national secrets are anymore. I don't care what our international secrets are anymore. And, and I hate to say this as a very privileged person. You know what I mean? Because it's like, there are people in worse survival situations than I that do not even have the time to have a podcast about alien life, (laughs) you know? (laughs) But like, at the same time, I'm just like, well, it is like, it does feel intrinsically like as a queer person who studies the paranormal, like a civic duty, (laughs) like a civic duty built within my ethic code of ghost busting more, more into the UAPs. Um, Luna asks Grush, um, so a set of questions in which she wants to define a little bit more about what he's talking about because it was very flight of fancy. Like it was very like targeted the way they were questioning. And so she was trying to sort of get some definitions out of Grush, um, because he believes differently than these other two sitting next to him. Because one of the whistleblowers was a higher up guy who talks to pilots a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what his job was. I wasn't paying attention to that. Then there's I... David Grush, the whistleblower. And then there's another whistleblower who um, was somebody who saw something. And he was also a very decorated, educated man. Credible source. Credible source. Um, Not credible source would be David Grush. Um, Even though he claims to be credible, he's also being very, um, I think he's a little sketch. I think, I think he has ulterior motives for this shit, but he, and he's under question, he's under questioning from an agency. I'm not sure which, and that's why he was so evasive. But I think this moment with, between Luna and um, Grush was a really important moment in the hearing because it, puts into perspective not only like where Grush is coming from versus the other two and like the Congress itself. Um, because Grush knows a little bit more about extraterrestrial life and like, or like, um, and is careful not to say about where the origin of the life is. <laughs> like he's like, he doesn't speculate that Garcia also makes a point about the public record. It's all about transparency. He says something like, you know, we're here today to, like, insert this into the public record. Like, let's re-bring this back to the actual issue here. Like, we will get the information. It's just, like, now we need to talk about, like, um, first steps about how to get all of it, right? But I think that's the fallacy of, like, Congress is, like, why there's so much red tape and, like, time to get to a place. It's, like, you could just fucking do it. Um, I really believe you could just fucking do it, but they choose not to. But it is partisan. They they say it's nonpartisan, but everything today is partisan. Right. So that's why I'm just like, it's a, it's a crock shit. They're also, they also, he also said this interesting part, which I don't know if I like buy into, but he says the media has an important role in discovering UAPs and intelligent life forms. In, in the, in the, in the sense that if we're going to have this like globalized media, we might as well use it for evidence. And that I just thought was so funny. I was just like, oh my God. Film UAPs at night and put them on your TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Go UAP hunting. I mean, people do it. It's just like the thing about the phenomenon is that it's seemingly either synchronous or totally random. Meaning that you either see one when you're feeling like it means something or you see one at a totally random time in your life. 
and maybe multiple times. Because mm. once it happens to you once, it's actually the phenomenon is is that you maybe see it more times than the once. Interesting. You're, it's like you're more susceptible to it. One of the, I think, I don't know, this is like another point about the video. The last point I'm, about the video that I'll make is that I have this huge question about what the motivation to press the issue in 2023 is. Considering the things I've said. But the thing I left unsaid was that David Grush is not the first whistleblower to ever come to Congress or to ever come to light who supposedly was an in in all this government secrets and like knows this information that Congress should be learning. The thing is, is that David Grush is telling a lot of secondhand accounts. He's the guy who was told by the guy who actually experienced it. And these other two whistleblowers? One was a pilot. Really well decorated and well educated. Don't really remember his titles. Um, but he, he saw one say. and he was involved. He he was saw one and he was involved in a 2004 sensationalized video of said UAP. He was part of like a crew of like nine people who saw it. I'm botching the number because I don't actually remember. But it was like eight or nine people he said. He said eight people can corroborate it, but and there is a video, and they, but these people were the only people who saw it, and they were all on this flight. And then the next guy is a guy who just knows pilots or something. Like he knows he knows things about planes <laughs> and pilots and and stuff. So he was just kind of there to answer like four pilots, like four people who um, aren't government officials. He's like a credit credibility check to the guy who. <laughs> It's almost, yeah, it's almost just like a fact checker, like a fact checking whistleblower. It's like they all have their reasons to be there, I feel like. And like, maybe I'm a little wrong, but like, not mostly. And that's how the cookie crumbles with me. What's the motivation for the government to do this today? After all the bullshit that we've been through, after the survival mode, considering everything and the fact that David Grush isn't the only whistleblower. That's what's making me the most mad right now. I don't know why. I mean, I know why, but I don't know why. You know what I mean? Aliens. Aliens, am I right? I don't know what their motivation is like to do it now. Like, if it was just in a long pile of lists of shit they gotta get to, and no, like today was the day. Nefarious, um, you know? I mean, it could be leading up to the apocalypse. No, the fucking election <laughs> bit. Well, the twenty twenty four election I still stands. If, I don't know Trump if Trump or, like... or DeSantis gets in power. <laughs> Oh, man. Or whoever. No, I'm saying, like, that I'm not prepared to deal with another fucking shit bomb president like that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Well, there's two options. (laughs) Deal with it or don't? No. No. Sorry, I'm mad. (laughs) I, like, I'm fundamentally, like, challenged here. You're gonna either get a Republican president or you're gonna get Biden again. Like, that's the way it's gonna be. Yeah. And unfortunately... I'm not not saying that Biden's even the good option here. No, no, no. Me neither. It's like, but he is... Those are the only two options, like, in, like, right now and moving forward into the next cycle. There has to be a peaceful transfer of power. I can't... It's also volatile. (laughs) Jesus. Changes every day. I could see in the future aliens... And humans profiting off of each other through interactions like mutual trade of ideas and knowledge and goods. Possibly resources. Resources, you know, like, in beneficial ways. But, like, 
Not, I don't it's, think we figure could, that out. Well, we don't know. And, like, there's... Because, it, I mean, the last time bad. we tried trading with, like, new folks... I get... I know what you're getting at. <laughs> I, I could only see it ending in, like, a fear-based response that barrels into, like, centuries of hurt and... So that's why But maybe like, that's what... humanity's cycle and maybe it will be broken someday. I don't know. Maybe... Me, maybe it this... Seems they like will this teach us the... to be kinder and more hopeful. Yes. More peaceful beings. Maybe they have advice and wisdom that we do not have. It's hard to say. But this is, to me, why it pisses me off so much. Like, why it burns my fucking engine oils. Because... I think we are getting to that point of we're getting to a turning point. This isn't for nothing. Like my thing, my thing about like talking intermittently about the phenomenon and not as if this episode was totally not to bash the government. If I'm talking specifically just about the phenomenon of like UAPs and or abductions and or psychic and or other communications with intelligent life mm-hmm. beyond Earth. As I was saying, this isn't for nothing. I feel like with all that we do already understand, the government is just showing us what the government understands. Not what the people understand. The people understand vastly different things. I mean, I was like scrolling t- through people's reactions on TikTok. So are you are you just saying that like they don't represent the people anymore because they don't understand? This is a, this is a clear th- like clear it, sign that this it is needs a clear, to be gutted and re- not gutted. Just I kidding. wouldn't even say gutted. I mean, I don't I don't believe in the power of um our government. Democracy isn't working in the traditional sense or in the centralized sense. (sighs) Like, I'm not even trying to like be an anarchist or be like a chaos demon here, but like that is the turning point. If you like, my thing is like, if you, if you don't, I'm not saying that the government is order, but if you don't institute some sort of order, there is pure chaos. Hmm. And I'm not saying that, I'm not, well, actually, no, I actually would totally say this. Humanity is, like, geared towards chaos. Like, that is our death and rebirth. We are born with nothing and then we end in everything, almost. You know what I mean? Like, we are, like, like, the, why I brought up the idea, I think, way earlier in the podcast about the idea of unity is because it is the exact opposite of chaos, kind of, right? Mm -hmm. Like, conceptually a little bit. There is this idea that, like, you know, like, collectively, like, as we grow in this consciousness of things and our connection and communication with things, that, like, it will just, like, unify us as, like, a one-mind being, almost. Or, like, that's kind of... But, like, human nature, the material world that, like, prevents us from actually being that way. Mm -hmm. So we're more geared towards chaos. But because we also have this duality, like... We will we will be in a state of neither and also a state of both. And we have been in a state of order for so fucking long as a society. It is only natural for our reaction to be, like, 
pedal to the metal in terms of chaos because we're so fucking tired of being controlled, especially the American public. I think this is like why I'm so passionate about it is because like as an activist and like, I'm not even an activist. What am I talking about? I'm just somebody who like speaks out of my ass. (laughs) Like as somebody who would like to think of themselves as like a thought leader, not really, but like this is like directly showing us our ass America. Like, like this is like, one of those things where it's like, I could have predicted this. I could have said this. And or and, and or people are have been saying this. Yeah. Not that aliens are real, but that the government is not being transparent about the things that they know and the things that they've done. And they should be held accountable for it. Not in two and a half hour hearing. Yeah, I agree. I'm not going to tell you how I think it should be held accountable because that is my personal preference. I'm not going to tell everyone that we should burn it down, but that's what I feel like. (laughs) Because I would rather be thrust into chaos. Because to me, that is another beginning. And I think like when I read the card judgment and the tarot reading that I read at the beginning of the episode, that's the card that to me was like... A part of my phenomenon experience in reading tarot with aliens part of the phenomenon is that it will it will really match you in your thought like it will like show you yourself because the nature of it is 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 you know othering right like if you're not you you're someone else <laughs> so it's just, like, one of those things where I feel like judgment was one of those cards that I pulled where it didn't necessarily feel like that was it, it, what I was thinking or feeling. That felt like a card that was trying to tell me, like, you know, you're going to figure that out. Like, we'll, we'll figure it out, but we will make our own self-evaluations about what we think and feel and know about this stuff. Mm-hmm. If there could be, like, any, like, lesson in my screaming at my wife today, it would be that, uh... Empathy and compassion and communication, transparency and accountability. And also like when you're communicating and being transparent and accountability, when you're like doing all this stuff, we're going to have to reconceptualize humanity itself. How can we be just compassionate for compassion's sake? How can we be empathetic to just be empathetic. There's no reason for this anymore. Because, like, at this point, if we're not alone, there's no reason to be this scared if we know this. I'm not scared. Like, I can tell you right now I'm not scared. I, like, I would say, like, if anything is scaring me, it's this whole, like, we're not paying attention to the fact that fucking abortion was just illegalized throughout this country. Right. Yet we are talking about UAPs in the most flight of fancy way it just boggles me mm-hmm. so that's why I'm like mad and this is like my reaction to it and I released this cute little TikTok video that I was like does anybody want to talk to me because I was like oh my god is there going to be like this cute little alien episode that I released on the podcast apparently not does it change anything for you in terms of how you're going to move on in your lifetime? No. And, and, and in our relationship? No, because I love you every day until the end of days in, in the universe. So, mm-hmm. 
Let's get in our spaceship and go places, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, it doesn't. It doesn't change things in the grand scheme of things. Like I know the government's dirty and rotten, and you know, and also, it does good things for us. It's all a spectrum, but we have new information to cope with today, and I think in a world of um, an overstimulating amount of information it's just another thing we're going to have to talk to our therapist about next week <laughs> another straw of trauma if you know what I mean It, you know what it, it doesn't feel like a straw of trauma it feels like a, we just ripped out a straw in the haystack that the needle's buried in Ooh. of trauma <laughs> and I only say that to say because like this is like the idea of like othering things is generational is built by white colonizers so we can't forget that and um unfortunately like my ancestors were part of that as far as i know and i'm here to break that generational trauma and bridge that gap between myself and a future that I hope will be beneficial to not just my family, but people for people's sake. Like, right. I want this earth to be inhabitable because I love people and I love this earth. Mm-hmm. It's like that stupid quote from Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like, I don't want the galaxy to die. I'm one of the idiots that lives in it. That's kind of <laughs> how I feel. <laughs> Thank you, Haley, for being on my podcast. I'm so sorry that I dragged you into this mess, into this existential crisis. I'm here for you anytime. All you gotta do is ask. <laughs>